Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week. This week, I want to talk to you about a idea, a business building idea, that really isn't covered that much in podcasts like these. And that is simply this. Are you easy to do business with? Are you easy to do business with? Now, that actually is a, um, a much more important business building strategy than you may think. I got the idea for this podcast, in fact, and the idea to do this topic from an article I read this morning by David A. Fields. Now, David A. Fields is a consultant to consultants. He, he helps consultants build their business, but he's also a consultant himself in a completely different area. So uh, he's a consultant who also helps consultants on the side. So he has a lot of credibility. And he was talking about this idea in his article this morning about being easy to do business with. And one of the things he mentions is that he has said that he's seen consultants who perhaps were not as good as their competitors or perhaps did not have services that were as good as their competitors or maybe weren't as expert as their competitors, but they were easy to do business with. And because they were easy to do business with, then they often got a lot of the great clients. And vice versa, he's seen consultants that were terrific, you know, top experts in their field and offered uh, terrific high quality consulting services, but they struggled to get clients because for many reasons, they were not easy to do business with. So this fascinated me. And I started thinking about my own business. And you know what? I, I'm, you know, if I look at my, my career as a copywriter over the past 15 or so years, I've come to realize admittedly that I'm not the best writer on the planet. I, I don't know all the best copywriting strategies. I, I, I haven't written uh, many, you know, uh, 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 dozens of controls that, that, you know, control mailings and control online marketing campaigns and things of this nature. I, I'm, not, I'm not the best known expert by any means. But one thing that I think has been key to my success in getting clients and especially keeping clients is that I'm really easy to do business with. I mean, really easy to do business with. Uh, one thing I do, for example, I'm thinking about all the ways that I'm easy to do business with. Um, one of the things I do is that I always ballpark my price on the phone with a, with a, a new prospect or client. So when someone calls me and they have a project in mind, I'll always give them a ball price. That serves a lot of purposes, but one thing it does is it makes me easy to do business with. They, they know approximately what price I'm going to come in at. It, it just helps them and makes it easier for them. Also, my phone number and my email address and my, my postal address for my business is on my website. It's in all my other marketing materials. I'm easy to get hold of. You don't have to fill out an online form and press submit and then wait in the hopes that I'll get the message and get back to you. No, you can pick up the phone and call me. <laughs> and if I'm in the office, I'll answer the phone. If I'm not, I'll return your call uh, as soon as I can. But, you know, they, I'm, I'm reachable. And I do a lot of other things as well, especially when I land a new client. Um, you know, first of all, 
I, when I with ongoing clients where I'm doing regular work, I don't invoice for every project every time. If I'm doing like six projects over the next three months with a client, I don't send them six invoices. Instead, what I do is I invoice every quarter. That way, clients don't get an invoice from me constantly. They just get one invoice every uh, every quarter. It's easier for them. They're not inundated with invoices from me. Um, and it's just it just makes it easier to do business with me for that reason because I invoice per quarter. And I do a bunch of other things as well to make it as easy as possible to do business with me. I'll, I'll give you one more thing that I do. For long-term clients, clients I've done business with before several times and clients that I, I know and trust well, I have what I call a phone and go policy. In other words, all a client has to do is pick up the phone, call me, and say, Steve, we're redoing our website. We want you to write it. Can you get started? And I'll say, yes, I'll get started. Here's a ballpark price. Fine. And I'll start the work right away. They don't have to sign a contract. They don't have to sign an agreement. You know, they, I'll, just, I'll just do the work and, and, and invoice at the, at the end of the quarter for long-term trusted clients, remember. So I make it very easy for them to do business with me. They don't have to worry about getting a formal quote from me and having to sign it and send it back and all this kind of stuff. They're ongoing trusted clients. They just have to pick up the phone and I'll get started. So I do everything I can to make it easy to do business with me. And honestly... I think that's been one of the big keys to my success because I know when I'm working with other professionals, I really like it when I'm working with someone who's easy to do business with. Uh, I certainly do not like working with someone where it becomes difficult. So let me give you some um, let me give you some strategies on what you can do to be the kind of B2B copywriter or writer That is easy to do business with. So you can take advantage of this strategy. Number one, start with your website. You know, is your phone number, your business phone number on your website? Do you have an email address on your website? Is that email address clickable? So when someone's on a mobile device, as about 25% of clients likely are when they look at your website, they can click it and send an email to you right away. Do, they have, do you have a postal address so people at least know where you are located in the world? Because <laughs> that's important to some people. So are you easy to get a hold of? You know, one thing that, that really frustrates me when I'm looking for a professional service provider, whether it be a lawyer or a designer or a house painter or whoever it may be, is I really hate it when I go to their website and I find it difficult to contact them. I was at one website one time. I was looking for a graphic designer for a project. And I went on her website and I looked around. Really difficult to get a hold of her. Finally found the contact page. And on the contact page, she had a form that you had to fill out your name and email address and and a message area. And then you had to submit the form. No email address, just the form. So I submitted this form and I wasn't sure if it was just sent into the ether or she would actually get this message. <laughs> you know, it was really difficult to, to reach her. And I thought, man, if I actually start doing business with her and working with her on some projects, is she going to be that difficult to reach? So look at your website. Is it, is it, are you easy to contact? And also look at your service descriptions. Do you have a, a, a very clear description of your services on your website? So when people go to your website, they have a clear idea of what you do and how you can help. That makes you easier 
to do business with. So start with your website. Here's another strategy. Don't be the aloof, hard-to-reach guru. Uh, that's a real sore stops, uh, spot for me. I, I hate it when I'm trying to contact some professional, a consultant or uh, 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 an industry expert in some area or some guru, and I can't contact them directly. Instead, I have to go through multiple levels of, of assistance in order to just reach this person with a message. That just drives me crazy. I understand the need for that in, uh, to some extent, but, you know, if, if you're doing that in order to make yourself seem like more of an expert, that you're aloof and very hard to contact, um, it doesn't work these days. Uh, you know, I speak to a lot of clients and a lot of prospective clients, and they always tell me they like being able to, to deal with someone directly, and, and they, they don't like anything in the way of that. So don't be that aloof expert. Instead, be the friendly, approachable experts. You know, someone that, that uh, if a potential client has a, a project of, uh, that they want help with, they can pick up the phone and they can contact you. Um, one of my favorite marketing consultants, Diana Huff, who has a lot of experience keeping clients ha- happy because she's very successful at what she does, uh, she has right on her website... Uh, she says, you know, for prospective clients, you can pick up the phone and call me. Here's my here's my number. Here are my office hours. <laughs> okay, so you know when I'm in. When you, you can call me. So make it e- make it easy to get a hold of you. Don't be the aloof guru. Be the approachable expert. Another tip for being uh, for being easy to do business with is be flexible when it comes to meetings. When a prospect or client contacts you and they have a project in mind, they need help. Don't be that person that says, well, okay, my next slot for a meeting is two weeks from now uh, and I can slot you in then. Don't be that person. They're clients or they're prospects that could be become good clients. For goodness sakes, be very flexible when it comes to meeting with them. I always try to get a meeting with a prospect that very day. I said, well, let's, you know, we can talk about the project right now, Mr. Klein, or you know, let's let's talk this afternoon at 3.30. After all, they're calling you because they have a project uh, on the front burner right now. They need some help. So I'm very flexible when it comes to meetings, and I'm, and I'm willing to meet with a client just about any time uh, on very short notice, and I don't let them have to wait a week or two weeks unless I'm out of town or something that I can't help. Uh, I was uh, trying to set up a meeting with... Uh, with a social media expert one time, and he had, uh, instead of calling them, you had to go to this special online calendar and find a slot that you can pick in order to book a meeting with this person before you can even ask him a question. It was ridiculous. I didn't even bother. You know, you want, you want to be the kind of person who's flexible when it comes to, to scheduling meetings. And here's another tip that makes, it easy to do bus- makes you easy to do business with. Get back to prospects and clients quickly. Get back to them quickly. When they phone, when they email, when they have a question, when they have an inquiry, don't make them wait. Get back to them quickly. I have a policy where pretty much wherever I am, if a client, if an active client is to contact me, I get back to them right away. I get back to them with my iPhone or or if I'm in the office, obviously I get back to them there. But, you know, I, I make it a point to get back to them. And frankly, I do it 
even after if it's after office hours, even in the evening or on weekends, if they've emailed me, I will email them back. Now, I might have to email them back saying, you know, I, I can get to this when I get back to the office on Monday, but they will get an answer for me. Now, you might think, hey, Steve, you're working weekends, you're working evenings. No, I'm not. Clients don't typically contact me evenings or weekends, but when they do, I get back to them. I get back to clients right away. I get back to clients the same day. So get back to clients quickly. That makes it makes you easier to do business with. Another one is um, don't be aggressive when it comes to following up on invoices. I know there's some of you out there that's going to strongly disagree with me on this one, but just hear me out. Is when I, when I send an invoice to a client, I recognize that in many companies, it can take anywhere from 15 to 60 days to get paid on an invoice. And usually the average is about 30 to 45 days to get paid on an invoice. And I, I accept that. I accept that as, as the norm. And if I'm working with a trusted client, that doesn't bother me at all. At about the 45-day point, I do, I do send a message, a friendly reminder that the invoice is outstanding, but that's it. But I know some freelancers who are so aggressive when it comes down to following up on invoices uh, that they start following up a week later. They send the invoice, and then a week later, they say, where's my money? You know, that doesn't make it very easy for you, for you to, uh, to do business with you if you have that kind of attitude. I understand it. Because I know a lot of copywriters and, and other freelancers have been ripped off by, uh, by some clients and, and, and have been stiffed for fees. I, I know that and I realize that. And that's why you should be focusing on trying to do business with, with clients that, that treat you with respect and that are good quality clients. But don't be aggressive when it comes to invoices. It really sends the wrong message. Only be aggressive if an invoice is truly uh, outstanding for a long period of time, over 60 days, and you really get a sense that the client is going to try to stiff you. If that's the case, then yes, you have every right to become very aggressive and get your money. But before then, just realize that it can take, it can take 15 to you know, 60 days to get paid for, from some companies. And I accept that, and that's fine. And here's one more thing that I do, and a tip for you when it comes to uh, making it easy to do business with you. I never charge clients, current ongoing clients, for short strategy sessions. So if a client contacts me and he wants to brainstorm a new marketing campaign or work through a marketing problem or issue with me or go over his website, for example, or uh, you know just brainstorm some ideas for a marketing campaign, as long as it's no more than an hour, and as long as we can do it on the phone, or sometimes we'll do it as a webcast, then I'm glad to do it. And I don't charge the client. In fact, I want clients to contact me and discuss strategy with me like this. I want them to do that. Because what happens is three things. Number one, first of all, I'm usually very helpful in, in these strategy sessions. So number one, it's a, good, it's, a, it's a very good goodwill investment. I'm making a goodwill investment in that client. Um, and, but number two, I, I get all of the implement, implementation work. So if we're discussing an email marketing campaign with a landing page and perhaps a white paper, and we're, I'm, I'm helping the client kind of map out this marketing campaign, how it's going to work and what the offer is going to be and what the theme is going to be, 
Uh, I'll do that gladly for free with a client on the phone as part of like a one-hour strategy session. But then I get I usually get all the copywriting work as a result. I, 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 I get to write all the emails and the white paper and the landing page. You know, I get that work anyway. So I, I don't, I'm not really strict about uh, charging clients for short strategy sessions. I know some consultants and copywriters are. I know, I know one copywriter in particular who insists on charging a hourly rate. I think, I think she charges $225 an hour for a strategy session, and she charges clients that, and that's it. I disagree. I, I, I find the approach that I use works well. Remember, I only do it with current clients. I don't do it with anybody who calls me, just with current active clients. And, you know, I could probably give you a list of, you know, 10, 20 other little things that I do that makes it easy to do business with me. But I think you're going to get, I think you're getting the message. You know, you want to be easy to do business with. So here's the action step for uh, this week's podcast. First, I want you to take a look at the process of doing business with you. Put yourself in the shoes of your prospect or client and walk through what it's like to do business with you. How does a prospect initially get a hold of you? Can they call you? Can they email you? How quickly do you get them a quotation? You know, uh, are you on time with your delivery of copy? You know, do you get back to them quickly? From the prospect or client's perspective, what is it like to do business with you? Is it easy to do business with you? So that's the first thing you need to do. And the second step to this is, after you've done this, is ask yourself, how do I make it easier? How do I make it easier for prospects and clients to do business with me? Because if you can find a way to make it easier, even some little ways to make it easier, then that gives you an advantage. And current clients in particular will come back to you to do business with you again and again. So that's this week's B2B Writing Success podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, would you do me a favor? If you have any questions or topic suggestions, for this podcast, please send me an email. You can reach me at steve at stevesloanwhite.com. And for more resources on B2B writing success, you can go to B2B writing success. That's B, the number two, B, writingsuccess.com. You can find lots of uh, free articles and resources and past editions uh, of this podcast right there on that website. So until next week, have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.